Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Here today with Anthony Bullion. He's the CEO of Afriten Mining. How are you? Very good, thanks yourself. Thanks yeah. for having me along. Well, welcome to London, first yes. of all. Yeah. What, why are you over here? Uh, well, mine's money. And um, we, we also just uh, telling people what a great story we, we've got on our hands here. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to learn about tin. I don't yes. know much about tin, and I'm not sure most of our subscribers do either. Yeah. Um, you're the only pure play tin offering on AIM, That's it the, says in here. Yes. Yeah. So, so why don't you start with it? Give us a one-minute summary, and then we'll kind of get into that. Okay, so as you say, we are the only pure play tin-listed company um, in London, mm. uh, despite uh, many many centuries of of tin mining in in the in the UK, mm-hmm. um, but it's a it's a it's a we've got a really unique offering here. Uh, I don't think that um, the the market's quite grasped yet what the scale of the depo- the deposit that we're working with, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we come from a a, a really proud de- mineral development background, and uh, you know we the the. Uh, opportunity that we bring into the market is really very exciting. So tell me a bit about the company. Just give us that one minute about the company, though. Okay, so so um, we've we've focused uh, uh, on a, a, a single asset at the moment in in uh, Namibia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Namibia is a great jurisdiction. Uh, it's a it's a large open cast uh, hard rock tin mine. Uh, at one stage, it was it used to be the the largest of its kind in the world. And uh, we, we've it's we, it's laid dormant for many years, but with the resurgent tin price, uh, you know we want to capitalise on that and and uh, bring an exciting project back back into production. Okay, so that shut that shut down as the tin price has dropped off back in what eighties, uh, late eighties, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, look, why don't we start with the, the thesis for tin? So, if people are investing in things, they need to believe in the commodity. So they need to understand where it's going, what the opportunity, is there a future for it? So why don't you tell yeah. us a little bit about the tin market? So, I mean, people usually associate tin with, uh, you know, tin caps. And back in the day. Back yeah. in the day, yeah. yeah. But uh, what, what, what uh, people don't really grasp is, is the, um, the uniqueness of tin. It's, it's only natural substitute is lead. But uh, lead, obviously, is not, not great for human uh, consumption. Yeah. So, um, but uh, what what happened in the mid sort of two thousands is, uh, you know, tin's main use is in is, is in solder, uh, specifically in the in the semiconductor uh, industry. Right. So, you know, all your cell phones, all your electronic equipment. Uh, so, you know, if you picture a green electronic board, all of those little silver dots on it, uh, that's all that's all tin solder. Mm-hmm. And in the mid two thousands, um, it, it, it was actually a tin and lead. Uh, alloy that that they used, but obviously with with lead um, they banned they banned uh, lead in all, in all solder, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the tin price just sort of uh, blossomed, and you know the tin was basically revived. But um, fast forward to where we are now, mm-hmm. um, a, a, an interesting study was done by Rio Tinto. They were shopping around for new metals, and they got uh, MIT. To to do a study and see you know which which elements or which metals will be most impacted by new technology, and uh, by far and amongst anything, I mean including your things like lithium, uh, vanadium, mm-hmm. uh, cobalt, mm-hmm. uh, tin was definitely the the most prolific um, because it's so versatile and because of its unique uh, uh, physical properties. 
Right, okay. So tell, tell us what's going on in the market at the moment, because obviously I think that the, the news that people are looking at is China, Indonesia, cutting back, well, some of the smelters cutting back production yeah. because the prices are at a, you know, a lowish uh, yes. and they're, they're trying to affect some sort of rate. So they've, they've not broke the market by what, 10, 8, 10%? Yes. So, so it's, 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 a, it's a quite a unique market. Okay. Mm. So it's, so it's, it's quite, also not a very big market. It's not a big market. No, it's right. uh, 350,000 tons of uh, production a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's quoted on both the Shanghai Metals uh, market as, as well as the Alami. And uh, th- there's there's a slight sort of discrepancy, funnily enough, between between the two markets. It, in fact, it's actually quite buoyant in Shanghai at the moment, while the alumni is quite low. Um, but what uh, what we are seeing is it's quite a unique uh, set of circumstances. Okay, the trade war for, for one, uh, you know, um, uh, with going on between China and, and America, that's taken a lot of the consumer goods, specifically smartphones. Which is, uh, uh, you know, the, like um, the the tariffs that the U.S. have put on China mm-hmm. um, has has slowed down a lot on, in terms of smartphone sales and electronic sales, and mm-hmm. and that's that's your basis of your semiconductor market. And the semi, as I said, the semiconductor market is a precursor for for your for tin, basically. So so that's that's um, sucked a lot of the demand out. We think that the semiconductor market has bottomed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think a trade deal will uh, emerge hopefully soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so, so we we've seen obviously a, a slight cutback in, in demand on that side. Um, but then, coupled with that, is uh, on on the on the supply side, as you rightly say. You know, the um, the, the Chinese smelters have have cut cut back on production. Um, at these levels, uh, there's not a lot of t- tin uh, producers that, that will be making money. Yeah. So, uh, you know, while it doesn't look good, from our point of view, I, th- I think it's actually building up to a perfect storm. And we saw a similar scenario in the vanadium market, you know, where, when you get a lot of uh, supply coming off and, uh, and, a, and a push in demand. Yeah. There's going to be a, there's going to be a pinch point. And I, you know, I think that we're heading towards that pinch point in the it, market. I think a lot, a lot of commodities obviously have that. It's the yes. nature of supply and demand yeah. economics. Yeah, okay? exactly. Yeah. Um, for tin, though, you've got the Far East represents a huge consumer yeah. and producer, and of course, as usual, the smelters control supply in the market. That's uh, right. They can turn the tap on, on and off. And yeah. you know, for companies, you've got to work out where you fit into that mix. Yes. Yeah. And as a Smaller, it's a junior. You know, you're just yeah. you're just starting out in in the process here. I'm interested in understanding what you and your board yeah. are doing to position yourself yeah. to be able to take advantage of whatever the, those market forces decide. Because I agree with Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. trade wars. Yeah, no, can't control. We don't know when yeah, yeah. when that's when that's going to manifest yeah. itself. But what are you, what are you foreseeing and what are you doing? In terms of set the setup of your business to be able to enable you to one survive yeah, yeah. and two compete yeah. economically. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, so look from our point of view, you know, we can't control the, the macro elements. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the basis of all the businesses that we uh, uh, that we've uh, uh, sort of embarked on is being is controlling the costs. So, mm-hmm. we need to be the lowest producer, uh, the lowest cost producer mm-hmm. of. Tin concentrate, and that's that's our focus is right. is on being 
It, cause, because... So explain to, explain to me, you've got, you, you got, you got or, yes. and then you've got concentrate. Yeah. So you're saying concentrate is concentrate. where you're going yeah. you're, you're to concentrate on. So, <laughs> so yeah. why? Okay, because, uh, so the biggest value uplift in the, in the tin supply chain is actually digging out the ground and, mm-hmm. and producing a 60 to or 70% uh, tin concentrate mm-hmm. and selling that to the smelters. So despite, uh, you, you know, uh, China, you know, and the smelters being able to to switch on the supply and mm-hmm. what have you, that's for the end product. Mm-hmm. Where there's there's a massive shortage and remains a shortage is in the is in the concentrate. There okay. are, there in the in the world, there is not enough tin concentrate to meet existing demand. Like there is a, so there's no new mines. A lot of the old mines are either sort of going um, running out of reserves. And the, the, none of the, the newer mines are, are, you know, in difficult jurisdictions like DRC or Myanmar. And, and there's nothing of this scale mm. that is, is going to be bringing a baseload of, of tin concentrate to the market. Well, it's, it, it's got potential scale, right? You know, first yeah. of all, you know, yeah, yeah. It, but, but before we move on to yeah, that yeah. opportunity yeah, 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 yeah. is, let's go back to the Chinese and the Indonesians. Okay? Yes. So you're saying there's not enough supply of, of concentrate in the market. Yeah. But they've decided to turn off nearly 10% of the production yes. for a reason, because prices have come back down. That's right. Whatever yeah. thing people think it's going yeah. to do, right now it's an and they're hoping to affect some sort of price increase by cutting, cutting the supply. Yeah. So what, what do you mean by there's not enough supply of concentrate? That they're, They must be sitting on reserves here to allow them to make that decision, no? No, well, look, I mean, it's so, so just anecdotal ev- sort of uh, evidence. Yeah. Okay? I mean, the, so outside, so we'll forget China because they smelt their, their own uh, um, concentrate, they produce mm-hmm. it. So 56% or 60% call it of, of the world's tin is from underground sources, mm-hmm. so difficult to mine. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the the the, uh, the balance is probably used from artisanal and, and dredging, right. which is environmentally bad like in, in Indonesia and places like that. Mm-hmm. Only six percent of the world's tin is produced from uh, open cast mines, right. and, and there's only and that's only one mine, okay, which is Patinga in Brazil. So there is a, a and. All of the all of the tin outside of China generally goes to two smelters, which mm-hmm. is the Malaysia Smelting Corporation and uh, and Taisaka, mm-hmm. and they can't get enough concentrate. They will t- they will buy concentrate uh, from from where, what obviously uh, um, ethically sourced right. uh, tin concentrate. That, that they can't get enough. They and that's. That's why we've we've got an offtake agreement with Tarsaka, and that's for what? Uh, for whatever we produce, they will they will buy it basically. And what is, how do you work the terms of that out? Well, it's 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 it's, uh, it's on a on a smelting um, uh, spot uh, minus uh, yeah, whatever yeah. discount. Yes, yeah, but but I mean we're getting about ninety two percent payability on on our tin concentrate on the LME price. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that that's a that's a little insight into the market. Yes. Get in some detail at another, another another point. Yeah. So let's talk about what you've got today. Okay. So you've got some you've got a lot of historic data. You've got yes. historic mine that's yeah. produced, uh, and it's got some potential for some large scale yeah. there. But where are you today? Okay, so we took a, a very different view uh, when we when we flew to the company. You know. I think that uh, the junior mining market in general has, has got a bad rap and, uh, over the last couple of years, and 
uh, you know, there were a lot of a, a, a lot of our colleagues, and or not a lot. Uh, there, some, there, some, some yeah. have have a bit of a reputation for uh, not for not delivering. You, you know, and yeah. guys will uh, typically come along and they'll raise money for to drill a few holes, and then they'll come back to the market and raise a bit more money and drill a few more holes. And mm. and and I think that there's been a bit of fatigue um, in the market in general. Uh, about guys not delivering and, mm-hmm. and not being able to uh, bring so- bring something to account. Okay, and and uh, you know we've we are, are through and through miners basically, and uh, our philosophy is getting you know delivering projects right. and, and delivering successful projects. And you, you know our our sister company Bushvolt Minerals obviously. Well, well, what is connection? You were one of the founders. Yes. You're still a director there. That's right. They have eight yeah. percent because of the uh, Mukapane. Yes. Uh, What's the actual relation? You say sister, is it? A- yeah. So, so I mean, when when we when we floated Bushveld, the, yeah. uh, we had some tin assets in it. Right. And we, we were uh, there. We just, okay. we didn't have the scale at that stage, so we incubated um, the tin assets within Bushveld with a view to demerging them, and the acquisition of of Uis, uh, in Namibia, uh, gave us that critical right. mass. So they've, they've not put money in. The you've you've taken the assets. Yes. Right. Okay. So they have a position. So it's, it's, when, that's what I'm trying to understand. What yeah. Sister company means. Do yeah. they have any input? No. no any no. cash coming, or is it well, just so, that? Well, so so they they have. Uh, we, we did uh, get a working capital facility uh, through a local bank, and they earlier backed the by. Backed by Bushveld, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah that's so. the two. Na- How much was it? Sorry, uh, uh, two point three million pounds. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 look. I, I mean, and you know, there, there is a lot of obviously. You know, I'm still involved with Bushveld, mm-hmm. but um, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, synergies in terms of uh, human resources between between the groups. And, and you we, rent offices. From and them. we rent op- offices from them. <laughs> yes. <that>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Un- understood. So, so let's get into. You, you, you talked about what other miners do yes. or don't yeah, do. Yeah. So, so, so what are, what have you got? What are you so, doing? Why are you different? So, so look. I, I mean, t- t- as I said, you know, we we're not here to uh, to to uh, you know drill holes and holes and holes. Mm-hmm. We're here to identify a resource and bring it to account as quickly as possible. So, typically, what you would do is, you know, guys will come to market and they'll go through, go through a long process and mm-hmm. and may or may not achieve production. So, mm-hmm. what we decided to do is fast track our production. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, rather than go go through the traditional uh, feasibility study route, we mm-hmm. actually built our feasi- our our feasibility study, which is. Our phase one plant, which right. is which is what we've done. So, in the first two years since listing, we've uh, declared a resource, mm-hmm. got into production, mm-hmm. and we are now positioned as, as one of the the preeminent tin developers in the world. Preeminent. Yeah, That's, there's a phrase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you got into production. Okay, I, look, I happen to like that business model. I've seen it yes. work quite well elsewhere in in, in gold and other commodities. Yeah. So. Um, Identifying the economic component of the resource and getting it into production and producing cash—not necessarily net cash flow, but yeah. a gross number which you can utilize. People can see that it's a route to market. Yeah. You're showing a route to market, yes. which is great, um, and that you've got the know-how, the metallurgy works, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I, yeah. I, I do like that. Yes. So, but what precisely have you got? I mean, is this much more than a pilot, or 
Yeah. Or is it a bit more robust than that? Yeah, look, I've, I, you know, so uh, coupled with, with that strategy, I also, um, rather than rely on consultants and contractors, mm-hmm. I bought my team in-house. So mm-hmm. uh, I've got a, a really good team of, of engineers that I've worked with for, for mm-hmm. a, a number of years through our, 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 our other uh, endeavors. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, what, what that's allowed me to do is, is build build a company around my team rather right. than building a team around my company, if, if that makes any sense. Okay. So, so, so you know, we a really strong, dedicated team. So they've, uh, um, they've you know, ra- rather than sort of uh, conceptualize something and working in a, in a silo like, you know, mm-hmm. typically consultants do, uh, just mm-hmm. by, by the nature of the business, you know, we've, we've got a really strong brains trust, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, that that's actually come up with a, with a really uh, you know. But solid so tell tell me about that. I want to hear about that. What have they come up with? So so we've so we've taken what what was mined historically. So we've taken that flow sheet um, mm-hmm. and and what we've done is we've we've modified it slightly. So um, it, typically it's a it's a gravity separation circuit. So there are no chemicals. It's all about uh, you know flows and mm-hmm. and, uh, and gravity basically. Yeah. And um, so the old timers used um, a, a jig, a, yeah. a, a, which was their main uh, sort of form of concentrating. But we've we've uh, used uh, dense media separation, right. and uh, and so dense media separation is a lot harder to commission mm-hmm. as we as, as we mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. in the process of doing. But the the, the recoveries are, are way are a lot more efficient, right? And and you can get a, a much greater throughput. Than, so um, you you've improved the efficiency. The efficiency by yeah. from what to what? So look, I mean, we we are we so with with this phase, I mean, we'll probably be around about 70 percent. But you know, for the for phase two, mm. we could probably push it up to about eighty or ninety percent. Uh, uh, Recoveries, right. which is huge. Uh, you, I guess you'll know more as you go through. Yes. So is that, you know, eighty yeah. ninety is a big difference. 60, yeah, seventy is a big difference. Well, I, I, I say that because you know, the, uh, uh, gravity plant is is more about art than than science. You right. know, it's 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 like little tweaks. You know, mm. adjusting the flow th- the flow here. Right. And there, you know, it's and it's all about getting that efficient liberation of. So the, to of answer the, my original question, which yeah. was, is this much more than a pilot study? Yes. Is it? Yes. Right. Yeah. So, so look, I mean, we call it a pilot f- a phase. I mean, the throughput's still going to be the size of the historic plant. So right. it's, it's a, okay. but, it, but it's, it's a, it's an economic, it's a pilot project. Okay. Rather than a pilot plant. If, if, so, okay. so it's, it's, um, it's, it's developing the hypothesis of mm. how this, this can actually make, make money. And this is, and look, okay. it's making money, you know? It's producing money. Yes. It's not making money yet. Yeah. No, no, no. no it's not making money okay. yet. Okay. Okay. Understood. So, how much money is it throwing off? Because I know it's relatively no, new. So, yeah. So, I mean, we we will be finishing our ramp up at the at the end of the year. Right. So, so it's been a three month uh, okay. so uh, really early okay. uh, ramp up. So uh, you know, we'll uh, we've actually got our first shipment. I just got a confirmation from the freight forwarders. Uh, they're picking up the first shipment uh, tomorrow morning, which is quite exciting. Yeah, well, that, uh, that is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you've gone, gone from theory to reality because you've yes. to, got it out of the ground and you've you, you've sold it. Okay, so that's phase one. What yeah. else? Do, what else is in phase one? Was that it? So, so what's what's been quite a unique and very sort of I call it an exciting discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a as a 
as a miner, a, a discovery is always uh, mm. always something that you that you strive yeah. for. So the old time was actually mined predominantly for tin, and that that didn't there there was no other sort of there was no need to to look for anything else. They, would, mm. they just wanted the tin, but obviously as technology has moved on, um, we when we when we did our confirmatory drilling program uh, and declared our initial resource, mm -hmm. uh, which was basically I mean we knew it was there, but uh, was confirming the tin resource, but we assayed for a wide variety of different elements right. um, because these the, these uh, uh, pegmatite bodies are, are very unique geological mm -hmm. specimens in, in that uh, they intruded with a whole host of different goodies. Mm -hmm. And um, what we what we discovered to our, our delight was actually that uh, we've got a tantalite resource and, mm -hmm. and, and a massive lithium resource. Right. So, so that that's uh, from that point of view is a, is a game changer because typically what we what would happen is you would uh, be putting all of your lithium uh, onto your waste dump. Mm -hmm. Now we add another uh, another bolt onto the circuit uh, and we run the waste through there and we extract lithium. Well, okay. So I need to understand that because yeah. that, that's. That's a big statement. Okay, so yeah. we we've interviewed lots of pure play lithium companies. Yes, you can't mine lithium economically. No, you right? can't. Yeah. So lithium's a tough space at the moment, and yeah. even if it comes back, you've kind of got a big market of very very low cost lithium yes. producers. Okay? Yeah. So you're going to have to work out whether you can extract it. Yeah. Economically. Yeah. As part of your process now, or do you leave it? And do it later when the market comes back for lithium, because and yeah. same for the tantalite, right? Yeah, yeah. So, talking about it and delivering it economically are two different things. Yeah. Okay. So how do you how do you manage how much time and money you spend now exploring yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Or doing it? Yeah. Versus actually, we need to be sensible about how we spend our money. You've raised three points eight yes. million recently. Yeah. You had a little bit of money in the bank. You've got to be careful with your money, right? Yeah, so yeah. What you're, so what's your focus, and how do you how do you make that call? So so look, it's it's not. Um, uh, the, the, it's quite so. The way the, the circuit set up, okay, mm -hmm. is uh, you, you know you go through your crushing circuit mm -hmm. and then into your dense media. The heavier material is yeah. your is your tin concentrate and goes through the rest of the concentrating circuit. Yeah. The lighter material, your feldspars, and your lithium, uh, typically reports to your waste. Okay. Right. So it's not uh, like all we're doing is then just basically cleaning that up. Yeah. And selling the concentrate. So it's not, it's it's not that we not we're not focused on the tin. It's just we it's it's been produced anyway. So there's no meaningful additional cost to doing that. No. So then the yeah. question is, depending on what the the price is, the market versus what you what yeah. cost you're attributing to doing that. Yeah. Are you can you make money on that? Well, so I mean, at this stage, yes. Okay. Right. So, oh, so, okay. so typically, uh, the the lithium that you're talking about is is spodumene, okay? Not, not all, right? Okay, well, but yeah, mo mo mostly, yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's, mm -hmm. um, and w what we've got is is a petalite, okay? So okay. it's a, a low iron uh, petalite concentrate, mm -hmm. which will grade at about four, four just over four percent, mm -hmm. which is quite a high grade mm -hmm. of of petalite, and that concentrate. Serves a niche in in the market, mm -hmm. so it doesn't typically go to batteries. It will go into 
glassware and, and mm -hmm. ceramics. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's the niche that we will look to exploit in the um, right. with, with the lithium. So, so have you done some studies on it or you, is this well, part of the ongoing it's, process? It's part of the ongoing process. Have and, you and sold any into market? No, 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 no not yet. Are you stockpiling it? It, we are well. I mean, it's, it's on the waste dump. <laughs> right. Okay. But, but there are plans. For yes, that. Yeah. Yeah. So that can sit there until you think the market is ready. For justifies it. it. Yeah. So because what you've spent on it, time-wise and money-wise, yeah. is ne neg negligible, negligible in the scheme of things. It, it, absolutely. Okay. And the tantalite, same. Yeah. Well, tantalite. Uh, so essentially, the the concentrate uh, is uh, so the, the the tin occurs in a crystal called the cassiterite. Mm -hmm. And um, the cassiterite and the tantalite are mm -hmm. associated with one another. So, but the tantalite is magnetic, and mm -hmm. the cassiterite isn't. So, at the, at the end of the circuit, we you you put a big magnet there. The you take the tantalite and mm -hmm. sell it for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a ton. Right. And he's and then you sell the sell the tin. So right. so so obviously we don't. There's not huge amounts of of tantalite. So what what do you know in terms of the economics of that? Because you know yeah people throw out figures. Yes, it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's expensive stuff. Yeah. But what does it mean for you? So we so basically ten percent of every ton will be is will be tantalite basically. Okay. Yeah. Recoverable. Recoverable, yeah. And sellable. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just, as I said, it's just a magnetic separator. So when do you start monetizing that then? Well, at the same time as, as the tin, I mean, it's part of the concentrate. So, okay. Yeah, so it, it will, whatever, when, whatever ton of tin we produce, we'll, pr we'll produce the, okay. the, the, the uh, uh, 10% of so that will be. You just said you're, you're, today's the day, first shipment being picked up. Yeah. Is part of that time slot? Uh, we haven't. Well, there, well, there is there is a, a portion of tantalite. Yes, yeah. Which, but, which but, you're being paid for? Yeah, but we we won't sell that to the smelter. We'll, that, that, uh, that's a different uh, offtake agreement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, will you give the market some guidance as to when you start understanding these numbers? Like, yes. see one next year. Oh, Are yes, you going to yeah. be able to start saying, okay, lithium? Here's where we are. What does yes. it mean economically for us for this year? Exactly. Tantalite. Yeah. This is what we think it could mean for us this year. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and you know, so, uh, just to go back to your point on on you know f focusing on on uh, tin. So the whole focus, as I said, is is on producing the lowest cost uh, yeah. per ton of of tin concentrate. So yeah. by being able to sell additional byproducts, mm -hmm. it lowers it lowers my cost of tin to to the sure. point that. That's what I'm asking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. intrigued because I want yeah. to know these credits yeah. are very, very meaningful at the point you can process them economically and then sell and them to the market. Exactly. That's what I think everyone's buying into. So yes. if I look at chat rooms and forums, yeah. there's not a lot of understanding about it. And that's why I'm asking about guidance. Yes. At what point are you going to be in a position to talk to people about the economics around this? Yeah. Uh, so, so we obviously given all the historic data we were obviously very confident uh, which is why we built the phase one plant to produce tin yeah. but uh, the reason also behind doing it in two phases is mm. understanding exactly that is you know as i said we've built our feasibility study and and that's that's what we're doing is is figuring out how we can extract as much value as possible so when we do Build something that's going to be six times bigger than what we've got now. Yeah, we know we will know exactly where the push points on the economics of that plant are going to be. So let's talk about phase two. Yes. What does that involve? Okay, so 
Let me talk about my resource first. Perfect. Okay. That's All right. Great. Okay. So, so typically, what what would happen uh, is the the ISCO who owned mm-hmm. the, owned the plant. Mm-hmm. So they would mine. The, the, so these pegmatites run for hundreds of kilometers. Mm-hmm. So they essentially old lava flows, and mm-hmm. then uh, they they were intruded by uh, different elements. Mm-hmm. So so they're basically a whole smorgasbord of different elements, which is where the whole byproducts come. Mm-hmm. So we've got a huge license area in Namibia, mm-hmm. 230 200, uh, odd square kilometers. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> what they would do is they would identify where this pigment types would outcrop, mm-hmm. and then they would test it and open a pit. So they mined historically over 12 different pits, okay? and that in itself was, I mean, by today's standards, would the resource and the reserves would be uh, one of the top 10 uh, tin mines in the world, mm-hmm. okay? So so we went and got a lot of historic data uh, and the, the the pit that they stopped mining at, is we, we uh, re-drilled that, confirmed that mm-hmm. resource and what we found is it's actually 70% bigger than what we anticipated mm-hmm. and uh, the, we drilled it down dip extensions and it, it actually thickens at depth okay so just the v1 v2 pit right. is is now currently is it measured in a, a measured and indicated, indicated yeah process, but right, the, okay. the down dip is is inferred right but um so 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 just the v1 v2 now is places us in from a tin inventory point of view mm-hmm. as one of the top 10 biggest tin mines in the world okay so they mined resources. Resources, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So then, and uh, now going back to these outcropping pegmatites, so they mined over 12 different pegmatites. Yeah. So we've done a, a mapping program over the, our whole license area, and we've identified another 180 outcropping pegmatites. Right. 95% of those have got visible tin mineralization. So when I say we've got a big resource here, yeah. we have got a behemoth of a resource here. Yeah, no, no. Again, we hear that a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so we we got to move from the what potential is, and we've got yeah. interests in, and there's trends, etc. From what do you know versus what you hope, yes. and how much money is it going to take to be more assured of yeah. what it is that you've got? So you've got you've got a big area. I yeah. get that, but to me, I'm also hearing big liabilities. I'm yeah. going to spend some money on that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm interested in. Well, I, why I like your strategy is yeah. because I'm going to get into production, I'm going to get into cash flows yeah. quickly, which is going to help me do the exploration bit further down the line. But I want one step at a time. So yeah. phase one, I get it. Pilot project. Pl- project we'll call yeah, it. Yeah. Great. Phase two, what is that? An exploration comes down the line for me. So yeah. what is phase two where you start the, you know, improving the economics, the monetization yeah. so, of that? So the reason you drill out a resource is because you want my life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so you want to be able to bank my life. So, what we've got now is the ability to take this from a, a pilot project, mm-hmm. phase one, yep. feasibility, what ha- what have you, mm-hmm. and we can actually build this six times bigger. Great. How and do you do that? So, so it's a, a, a combination of, of of things. So, being able to show d- d- show cash flows. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it allows me to access bank financing, which is what we've got now through uh, a local bank in Namibia. But well, that's only 
two and a half million. That's a credit, yeah, yeah. That's a credit line. Yeah. I'm talking about how do you build something. So, so look, I mean, typically we would we would look for mostly a, a debt financed uh, solution, right. and obviously, you know, I, I don't want to say we're going to have incurred yeah. huge, huge liabilities, but yeah. you know, a project finance uh, type of uh, facility, right? And we we're already quite far uh, down the line in terms of securing uh, project financing for so hundred percent debt. Well, I, I, look for me, debt is always cheaper than equity. Okay. Oh, for sure. And yeah, shareholders yeah. Are delighted, I'm sure. Yes. As a shareholder, you're delighted too. But yeah. what's the reality of that conversation at the moment? Look, the, so so when it comes to equity, we guard our, our equity very jealously. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't ever want to do unnecessary raises. Uh, you know, because I, I I feel once again a lot of my colleagues in the in the mining industry. Uh, dilute uh, the, the shareholders. You've got price. how many shares have you got? Like it's a lot, right? Uh, Six hundred and forty-four million. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So how much money's gone into the company today? So, uh, at, uh, well, with this with this raise, we're probably about twenty million pounds now. Right. And your yeah. market cap's about twenty, 20 million, million pounds. pounds. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so and we, they, let, let's look back. This year's better than last year. Yes. But it's still let's if you even it out, it's. It's fairly, fairly flat. You are kind yeah. of, you've ended up where you, you started the year, right? Yes, yeah. Because you're at this stage that you need to get this pilot project yes. going. Yeah. Um, how do you start affecting that share price? Because you don't want to dilute, I guess. No, yeah. you're, you're, you're talking the language of debt. Yes. Great. You've got to see if you can actually, if that actually manifests itself. Yes. You, so you're saying to me, I don't think I'm going to, going to need to raise any more capital. No, no. So, so if I do raise capital, yeah. it will be strategic uh, capital. That? So, so I will look to uh, your resource fund or a strategic partnership. Right. So, so some, uh, it, it has to be value accretive. You know, you, you, the only time you give away equity should be if you're adding. If you're adding. Value. Everyone hopes that, but the yeah. reality is sometimes it does, it's not happening a lot at the moment for the it's junior not, space. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. No, no. I, 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 I get that, and uh, you know, we've I've been very careful as a uh, as a the CEO to make sure that we don't get into that position, that, that we have to go and uh, raise unnecessary uh, yeah. uh, 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 cash. Well, so, so tell me about that. So you, you've raised 3.8. You probably yeah. had, what, a million left from yes. last year? Yeah, yeah. That? yeah. Right. So what are you doing with that money? How is that going to be accretive to, you, to the company so, so and the shareholders? So the, the, um, it's actually it's, it's a, it's a strategic partnership, really, more than, than a raise. So we've entered into a partnership with a, a, a Zook-based uh, tin trader, okay. Afrimet. Uh, okay. We've been working yeah. with Afrimet for a number of years now. We've got a good, good relationship. Yeah. So they are moving a lot of tin concentrate uh-huh. out of, out of uh, Africa. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they've, being a trader, they don't obviously want to tie up uh, their cash in equity. So it's, it's a, that's why we've, we came up with a convertible loan note structure. So they, right. they, they're going to get a yield on the on the on the um, what are the so it's it's a it's a ten percent uh, coupon. coupon yeah and uh, convertible in, into equity and, and it's a it's it's convertible at thirty six percent premium at at four uh, p okay yeah okay, so so it's it's uh, you know once again you know it doesn't doesn't dilute our existing shareholders but it also uh, you know, goes back to the value accretion in that he's going to be, uh, they, they're going to be partners with us in terms of trading. But, but essentially, I mean, Tamsa, I used to do 
convertibles, okay? Yeah. So I know a little bit yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, is 10%, that's, that's up, up heading towards high yield territory. So yes. 10%, that tells me a lot about what they think of the risk profile. So why, did, why, why is it double digit? Why, why is it not lower? Well, I mean, typically, you know, it's for the, you know, they need they needed a, a return on their cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, they needed a yield, and because it's a, it's a quite a short, uh, a short uh, tenure. Is it? It's eight, eighteen months. Oh, okay. So, okay. so I mean, if uh-huh. if it was obviously the longer the longer. Uh, uh, it is the the lower the okay. coupon, and that's I mean it's. So let's go back to what you're doing with it. What are you going to do that's going to keep the value accretive? So, so as, as I mentioned, we are uh, quite far advanced with um, longer term uh, debt, uh, yeah. uh, and I can't obviously okay. uh, get too much. I'll be in. the first to know though, will I? Yeah, good. good. Well, when you can, no, no. Okay. Well, I'll have to. Obviously, it depends how early you wake up in the morning to read the RNS. Yeah. Um, but but we are we are um, getting to getting to a point, um, you know, where where we are looking to bring in a, a sort of a strategic financier. Yeah. Right. So so what what it uh, what it does do is uh, so. Uh, the, the, you know, we do need to get the plant operating into steady state. Right. So we do need to um, complete some some studies on the plant. Right. Which, uh, we need to obviously make sure that the plant is uh, getting uh, gets up to profitability in as quick a time possible. Right. Um, and then obviously uh, we do want to do some work on on the on the lithium. Uh, you know, I think okay. I think I think that the lithium is going to be a, 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 a massive. Uh, bonanza for this project. So, give me something about the team. We've, we've talked a little bit about you. Yeah. So what is it? Are you technical or finance? What's, what's your? So I'm, I'm actually a, a, a second generation mining. Mining is yeah. in my in my family. Right. Uh, you know, you, <laughs> funnily enough, you know, you you were talking earlier about your days on the on the trenches. Mm. Yeah. In, in, in Singapore. Right? So so I mean I, I, we grew we grew up. Uh, my, my father worked for for Goldfields, and I, I used to ride my BMX on on the right. on, okay. the, on the tin. I was on a dredger. You on a bike? Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. so 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 you know mining's mining's in my blood. Right. What did um, you train us? So I, I actually studied financing. Right. So my, my father was the is a geologist, a mm-hmm. world renowned geologist, mm-hmm. um, and and his identical twin brother as well. And um, you know, uh, I wasn't too interested in the technical side, but mm. when when he told me you can put dollar signs in front of the rocks, I, I got, yeah. got a little bit excited. Yeah, always, <laughs> always. Yeah. Who else is on the team? So so f- so I've I've got a, a team of engineers in house, yep. but then um, and uh, the guys that I've worked with, mining engineers, uh, metallurgical, uh, uh, metallurgical and processing mm. engineers. And uh, and geologists, uh, mm-hmm. so 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 it's quite a young young team, but like really t- t- uh, top guys that I've, I've worked with before. Yeah, uh, except for my lead engineer, he's he's a tough old. Uh, been there for yeah, been he's, been he's, the block. He's, he's been around the block. Yeah, um, uh, but then we've what we've also managed to do is get a really strong board of directors together. Yeah, I saw that. I so. Saw that. So um, you know, uh, <coughs> my, my, our chairman Glenn, you know, he he was yeah. of of Mariana. Um, yeah. um, you know, I, I c- we, we've coming off a, a, a really good success story with Bushveld. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got uh, Terence Goodlace, who's a doyen of the 
African mining industry. I mean, you know, he's he's seen and done it all. Forty years experience. He was CEO of Impala. Uh, he sits on the board of Goldfields and and Kumba. So you know, real uh, real sort of uh, yeah, heavyweight some, for sure. And you got you got some um, you got some great La- non executives there. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence is a, a professor of geology at mm. Oxford University, mm. and Roger Williams was a one-time CFO of Rand Gold. So. Mm. You know, it's it's a, it, going back to building a, a you know having a, a, a building a company around a team. Yeah, but these guys are non-execs, right? So yes, they're, yeah, they're yeah. at the end of the phone call for you, and they might turn up for the odd board meeting. Is that, is that what happens? How's it work? No, they they they're pretty hands-on. Are they? Yeah, yeah, they're really they. they are they ha- are they hands-on in terms of uh, you pay them? Or that, so, that, so I mean, typically any uh, typical any fees, but uh, they've taken all of the the fees in in uh, okay. stock, okay. and and also my, my team as well, which is quite unique. So we'll, we've got a salary sacrifice program. Yeah. So basically, the guys can either uh, elect to take a percentage of their salary in shares, and and all of them, yeah. all of them have. No, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Um, went through the annual. Report obviously, yes. yeah, and the year before, the yeah. year before you were not paying yourselves a lot of money. No, okay, no, as you shouldn't have. Yeah, so I think no, that's no. good. That's it's, good. It is yeah. rare. So it I, is, I, yeah, I, I yeah. slightly, slightly joking, but I think yeah. it's rare. Um, you know, forty thousand pounds ish level is is yeah. not a lot of money. So you understood the needs of the company, and that's uh, you know, I, 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 this is this is uh, my baby. I don't want the cash. I want. I, I'd rather you, you take uh, any shares. I'd rather take shares. Yeah. Right, and the, the new CFO and um, the COO doing the same, are Yes, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. I like a, that. A, a, a portion, yeah. A portion and, or all of it? No, no. Well, I mean, you, they, they obviously need a bit of cash to pay the, the mortgage and, and Because whatever. they're 100% on this project? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, no, I like that. Yeah. And, and well, the whole team, are, I mean, you know, t- t- the, the, all the engineers have, have uh, elected to to take a portion of their of their salary in in uh, in shares, which which you know it's it doesn't seem it's it seems noble what what have you, but uh, you know it's for for highly experienced technical guys to be backing a project. You you know you've you've obviously depends what a portion is, right? Yeah, if it's ten percent, not so much. If it's yeah. fifty, okay, that's, yeah. that's another conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. But okay, so the financials uh, we, we're going to get. You said you were going to give us. Or the market some guidance in Q1. Yes. As to what the year ahead looks like. Yes. Can you give us some sort of insight now as to what you think is coming down the line for 2020? In terms of what are you uh, going to do? Yeah. What are these people always talk about catalyst moments, yes. and the market sometimes cares, yeah, yeah. sometimes doesn't, especially with juniors. So yeah. we talked about market conditions for ten. Yes. You've got things started. I like that strategy. Yeah. What else are you going to do in 2020, which you think is actually have a positive, lasting yeah. effect on the share price? Because this year has been yeah. well, flat-ish. Yeah. Look, the, yeah, let's. I mean, if you talk about the the markets and, and mm. how undervalued. Uh, oh, let's not. Let's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. Let's not say that. Go on. <laughs> anyway, so so look, uh, um, but uh, you know, we are undervalued. There is no doubt in my mind. Okay, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard. Every single junior, every single time, yeah. Every single junior, but but, but 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 I mean, there is a fundamental disconnect between what we have built and where and uh, where, why. Because I'm look, looking at chat rooms and forums that yeah. I mentioned to you earlier. It they're confused. Yeah. Okay. Some people really really excited about it. Yeah. And projecting out. Yeah. With crazy numbers. Yeah. 
which, which sounds good, but you've got to vote based on fact and reality. Yeah. And other people just don't know, understand the market yeah. or what you're doing. So what are you going to do about it? So, so look, I mean, the, the catalysts are delivery, basically. Right. Know, we are going to deliver what we've, what we've said mm-hmm. from, uh, from listing. And we, we have done that, okay? So, right. So we have declared a resource. We've got into production. In the first two years, yep. we have done a, we've done a huge amount of work. Good. That and we have del- and Good. the first shipment uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Okay. Marks yeah. marks our clearing out of all of our objectives, right. which is unique in itself. Right. Okay. That's yesterday and today. But exactly. What about tomorrow. Okay. So tomorrow. Yeah. We, so so profitability. We want to get. The, okay. Get. The, we want to get the plant. Uh, operating profitable. Obviously, right. it's it's a it's a it's a ramp up. It's a process. So, so we, we it's 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 by delivering the the final efficient uh, plant that that we believe we've built. And that's is that not going to be partially a factor of what the price is in the market and what China India? Yeah, look, it's it, it, it's that. it's a factor of, so of profitable. Co- what do you mean? Uh, uh, producing the cheapest uh, ton of of right. tin possible, basically. Okay, and that's. And that's and that's what we're going to focus on. So, so we're going to get those efficiencies up in, in terms of mm-hmm. throughput and recovery. Those are, you know, and those are those are the two key aspects that we'll be reporting on. Right. And for people to watch is uh, 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 throughput and recovery. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah. So that's that's going to be the focus. That uh, we want to uh, progress our uh, our studies for phase for phase two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know to see exactly how big we can actually build this and and. Uh, so, so that that's going to be a part of it. Um, we we obviously want you know uh, we, we our long term objective is is in the next five years is is to build a company that uh, produces a hundred million dollars of revenue uh, on a yearly basis. So that's there's the target. There's the target. So right, I'll speak to you in five years' time. No, you yeah. you'll speak to me more yeah. regularly. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Speak. Yeah. But look, Anthony, I appreciate. That's a brilliant introduction to tin, which yes. I didn't know much about. Yeah. Um, and what your plans are? Yeah. I do like I do like the strategy you've started with. You obviously need to keep delivering. Yes. And hitting those numbers and talk to the market more yes. about how you're going to do it. Yeah. So look, thank you for today. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah, no, very much. And we'll see yeah. you soon. Good. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.